Welcome NFL Nation, this is the Fake Punt Podcast with Sunny and Vaz. This show is for all of you out there who do not have the time to watch every single game, every single Sunday. We are going to review them all for you, make our analysis all while you're on your way to work, at the gym or wherever you're listening to. So stay tuned. Welcome back Hero Nation, week three in the books. We got Mikey Davis, Vaskorochenko, you two hosts for the Fake Punt Podcast. Welcome with me, my friend Mikey Davis. How are you? I'm great. I come back off of a uh, pretty heavy lads weekend drinking out in Budapest, so feeling a bit uh, fragile when I was watching all these games. But uh, no, no, I'm doing really good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm I'm very very well. Today has been a very tough day. Obviously, try to trying to find time to do this and watch all the games and build a business and sort of have your family and you feel that. I know it's mm-hmm. it's a long, but you know what? I absolutely enjoy. This moment, especially with us, because, you know, when we do this, there's nothing around. And we talk about the one thing which we love the very most, which is American football and the NFL. Week three has been an absolute crazy week. It's just, it's sort of becoming the year of the young QBs. I think it was over 20 QBs under 24 or at 24 starting um, this week. And we have definitely five QBs who won. Um, I think five backup QBs who won. Yeah, That's about yeah, 30% of all. Yeah. So it's been a crazy one. I'm going to go right into the games because we want to try to do this a little bit quicker um, this week. Sunny, let's kick off the first one. Who you got? Yeah. All right. We'll start start at the beginning of the week with the uh, the Titans and the Jags. Um, big game for Gardner Minshew. Like you said, the backup Minshew QBs MVP. coming in. His, his Minshew for MVP. Yeah. <laughs> we got uh, the, the backup QBs winning games, baby. Took, took the uh, Jags for their first win this uh, this week on Thursday night football. It was twenty twenty to seven um, to the Jags. I think that did the Titans didn't even turn up to this game. I don't even know what happened. They didn't they didn't get anything up until the fourth quarter where they managed to just squeeze in a little Derrick Henry touchdown in garbage time. But uh, yeah, I mean, great. Do you feel great like the Ra- it's a Ramsey distraction right now? Oh, I don't think he's I don't think he's a distraction, and I don't even know. If he's uh, if he's that that serious about leaving anymore, I mean, he, he asked for that <laughs> well, he trade. He called in but, sick on Monday. Ooh, he did. He did call in sick. Yeah, he did. But I would be I would be thinking we got a team now. We got we got Gardner Minshew. Um, That's all you need. Was, you need nothing yeah, else. Yeah, I, I don't know how he's not staying there. You got you should have people fighting to be on that team just for him. So, um, but no, it was uh, it was a good game. He tried a little bit more arm strength. I know you were talking about it last week where. Yeah. He wasn't really pushing it down the field. And I think it probably is a concern because having seen this week, they let him have a bit more free reign, throw the ball down the field a little bit more. Um, he was underthrown receivers. He, he did, he did, you know, get a couple of, couple of deep completions, but a lot of it were back shoulder fades and, yeah. uh, and, and receivers having to come back for the ball. I wasn't massively sold on it, um, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, hopefully it's something that can, that can develop. Uh, I think on the other side of the ball, the Titans had a awful, awful effort. Uh, I'm, I'm always, I, I like, I like uh, Mario. You called the Titans TV. to beat the Browns, right? Where's the Titans team? Yeah, I know. They didn't show up. They had 30 yards total offense um, in, in, in the first quarters. It was awful. So um, they had one drive over 30 yards in the whole first half. So uh, I guess nothing, nothing to show for, yeah, well, for them. I, I wish we would have recorded me calling. You know, in the very first week, that Mariota is gonna be done, because this is like it's not the first time. I mean, he's there's, there's no reason. Like the thing is, any backup QB right now, as proven this week, can do a better job, right? 
I, I think Marriott is a good QB. I just I just think that he he's playing on a team with not a lot. You know, they're not doing much for him. They're not protecting him. Um, he doesn't have much down the field in terms of receivers. Um, well, he's got a he's good got well, Delaney Walker, a, but yeah, he's got yeah. a good run game. He's got good defense. I mean, like, how much more do you want? All he needs, like, is another receiver. Three. Delaney Walker's doing a good job. Like, he he's got more than most people. Mm-hmm. Get get another get another pass catcher down the field for him. And, yeah, but uh, then he'll have everything. Like you gotta make you gotta make yeah. like this is like okay you gotta create the most perfect conditions for Mariota to succeed then. No, we'll see. We'll see if they get it. If they get another pass catcher down the field, then uh, we'll see some more games. I think. Yeah. Okay, going going to Super Bowl contending teams: Lions versus Eagles, and the clear better team won this one, 27-24 to the Lions. The Lions just almost perfect. I mean, Stafford for 200 yards, one TD, no picks. Thank God, right? <laughs> they rushed for 100 yards. They had a kick return for ATD, 100 yards. Their punt return, their punt return was so good. They had averaging of 45 yards punt return. Their coverage was the coverage. Their coverage cost uh, gave them three turnovers. I mean, there's nothing. What else do you want? I mean, they're still almost fucked it in the end yeah. of getting a blocked kick. So what was it? It was it was 27-24 to to the Lions. And you had a you had a the first what a hundred yards to the first kick return in in the in the yeah. season this year. Wow, it was good. I did see it. It was really good. You know, credit credit where credit is due. I mean, it's just even all effort, but I don't think that uh, teams are letting the Lions win because they know they're the deserving Super Bowl champions. 2019-20 season this season, but obviously the Eagles are in huge trouble right now. Um, without Deshaun Jackson, they cannot stretch the field. Um, no. Aguilar and what is this, what is the other guy's name? Wait, let me see. Uh, Hollins, I think it's this. Hollins together had 100 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. I mean, the leading receiver was uh, Sanders, and the next to him was uh, so you have the running back coming in um, as a leading receiver, and then the tight end. That is not a good sign, really. Um, you're gonna. I don't know what they're gonna do because Carson Wentz is holding on for dear life. I mean, oh, you yeah. remember the play? You remember the play where he's holding onto the ball and the and the offensive line is just turning around and looking at him like, "What are you doing?" And you stop blocking. Oh, I mean, as as a as a QB holding onto the ball for that long, it should have been out of his hands, or it should have been should have been out of his hands, should have been off the sideline, or he should have been he should have been gone. But uh, neither of those things happened. Uh, the 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 line just stopped blocking, and uh, yeah, he got. He got uh, he got beat. He managed to somehow still manage to get the ball out. Still managed to get the ball away. So. I mean, it's it's a matter of well, receivers are not open, and when they are open, and when it gets the ball to them, they drop it because they like unless you have five yards, they're dropping it, right? Unless mm. you have like separation of five yards, they're dropping it. So he knows he needs to give them more time to run more open. So it's not it's not working right now. But obviously, it cannot be a thing of just one player. Mm-hmm. Right? You cannot be missing of one player. There's a whole whole, whole effort. Missing there at the moment, but that's that's enough from from that game, so to speak. The the way the Eagles look right now, they cannot contend with the Cowboys. Um, they have to step it up, otherwise that NFC East is quite locked on for Dallas. Um, next week though, hot take straight away from here. You heard it here first. Lions upset the Chiefs, 35-30. Matthew Stafford, 300 yards, three TD, and one deflected pick. Yeah one, yeah, one deflected pick. You're yeah, gonna okay. you're gonna upset the right now after what well, is it the up uh, runner up Super Bowl favorites? Can I say the Chiefs? But the way the, the way the Lions are playing right now, there is no chance for Pat Mahomes. You're gonna see Detroit with the W. 
I'm gonna. To I'm just gonna say you're wrong. I. I I'm. Why you? I, I, hate, you I don't, don't know me. You don't, don't know me. I really don't. I, I just think that. <laughs> yeah, your your prediction there is way off base. I don't think there's anything that can stop Pat Mahomes, and it's definitely not the Lions' defense. That, but that you know what? Defense. You know what? Run. Right. If 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 the Lions if the Lions put a stop to this uh, Pat Mahomes reign of terror, then pff, okay, I'll buy on the hype. I'll get I'll get on the uh, I'll get on the train. You I'll shave. shave. Clean right, shave. shave. Clean shave. Young. Baby face. Wash. Done deal. So it's, on, it's on video. It's on podcast. For the world to hear. Promise. Love it. Next one. What do you got? Uh, let's go to, let's go to uh, an actual powerhouse of football at the moment. So the Vikings destroyed the Raiders this week. Like absolutely destroyed them. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is the real deal. Like I that know. kid can run a ball. He's yeah, a little bit of a couple of injuries last season, but um, this season he's come back and he's just killing it. Like breaking through, breaking through tackles, line down the line, and just crushing it. But if you've got Kirk Cousins at the uh, at the helm, I just don't see it going anywhere. I, I you can't you can't just have a run only team that takes you into the playoffs. <laughs> this guy is just terrible. How did he play? I think. The scheme and the way that the, the the Raiders' defense is at the moment allowed him to to make some plays and move the ball around. But he's hitting he's hitting wide open receivers. He's not making tight throws. He's not doing anything particularly special. He's just he's just shifting the ball around. I mean, he's always been a journeyman quarterback. He's always been pretty a little bit good. like Garoppolo last week, yeah, where he's just yeah, hitting wide open exactly. people. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, I'm not that high on him. As long as he's got Dalvin Cook out there, though, he's going to carry that team. He will. Um, the Raiders, on the other hand, I mean, they put 14 points up against them, and they're the opposite. Right? They're not even the opposite because they don't have a they don't have a quarterback either, but they just don't have a running back. So yeah, it's it's the same sort of thing. I mean, who's who's their, their starting running back? Where's their run game going? I mean, Josh Jacobs? No thanks. Well, he was so, a first round pick, wasn't he? Yeah, but. <laughs> You can't just put all your eggs in one basket and, and hope that it works. It's it's not working. And Derek Carr has been a backup quarterback in a starting quarterback's role for a couple of seasons now. Isn't making oh, that's work. a hot take. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking about powerhouses. All right, Pats versus the Jets. Woo. I mean, you're go- going into this game. You're thinking like, what's the story here? Can the Jets defense hold Tom Brady and that juggernaut of a team with the Patriots? 30 to 14 into Patriots' favorite. That's just like, like the Jets don't really even have, don't even really have a chance. Those 14 points, one came from a muffed punt. So like the Jets punted, the the Patriots sort of muffed it into the end zone. Jets recovered it. That was seven points. And you had a pick six by the backup quarterback. So they benched Tom Brady when they were up, I think, 30 to seven. Yeah, I think it was 37 that were up, and they benched Tom Brady in the like with all the fourth quarter still to go, and that geezer then threw a what is his name? I forgot his name actually. Uh, Jared Statham, that guy. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, he threw a pick six, and so that was another seven points on that. There's no chance in the Jets, and there's like not even like I'm not gonna talk about Le'Veon Bell because he couldn't do nothing. Um, the quarterback can do nothing. At super backup quarterback. Fork. Luke Fork. Luke Fork with nothing. Um, he had 
I think. <laughs> Nothing. Zero touchdowns, one interception. Yeah, he's, he's yards, like, yeah. yeah he so. has like he has got less than a hundred yards. So there's nothing to really talk about in that size. But what is to talk about or what I do really like in that game, like okay, fine, it was a, a, a win for the uh, for the Patriots. But I do really like right now Flash Gordon. Like mm-hmm. he is a baller. He's looking like he's making catches like Randy Moss. He doesn't have the same speed, so he doesn't have that breakaway. Why you hit you down the stride and you're going to take it for six. But he's making some acrobatic catches on the sidelines everywhere. He's very dependent right now. And he, you know, I think that is, he's been very, a lot more dangerous than people actually expected. I mean, he's always been good, right? He's just been on crack. Oh, right? he's just <laughs> found it so difficult, so difficult to stay in the game. I mean, off-field issues and, and, and all yeah. of that. But, but yeah. Well, no. the thing is, the thing is, there's one thing. There's another thing with the Patriots, obviously. The Patriots are in the AFC, so that's like a given six wins, right? So you're like, when, you, when you're in the AFC, you win both games against the Dolphins, hey. obviously. You're going you're gonna to beat both, uh, both, both two times the Bills. You're going to two times beat the Jets. So that's like six wins given. So can you start the season like without even playing the games with six? No. So that, that's a little bit of a handicap for a team which doesn't really need it, right? You know what, though? you got you got two teams in that division that are 3-0 and right now, though. <laughs> two teams the mighty bills i said before before the season began the bills are going to be a powerhouse they're going to be they're going to be a team this we're going anyway. we're going to get to the bills because i have yeah. something special to say about that game oh, but there's okay. another thing like like not only do they get uh, obviously the wins given but if you're looking at the and their current schedule they're 3 and 0 right and they got the bills next redskins next giants next jets again and then browns they're going to start like 8 and 0 they're, they're going to like they're going to walk that schedule it's so yeah. easy i mean the bill the bills are literally the hardest game and then they have Baltimore with Lamar Jackson actually looking again like he looked last season. So, you know what I mean? So, I don't. I, I think the, the Patriots could be like 9-0 in no time. So, you that's know what, though, that, one that, thing. That, that Patriots defense, that, that first game against Baltimore, that's going to be the first game that's challenging their defense. I read a stat um, about their, their their defense. This game, that, that fumbled punt was the first touchdown that they've given up in, in three games now. So, the Super Bowl... Week one, <laughs> week two, week three, the only touchdown was a fumble punt. So That's crazy right now. Bill Belichick, obviously, like, um, they destroyed, you know, they destroyed for Bill Belichick, obviously, watching his high school tape or wherever the fuck he came from, uh-huh, uh-huh. making him work for it. But who can really stop the Pats? Tell me. Who do you think? Who can stop the Pats? Uh, I, I don't see it. I, I do want to see the I want to see the Chiefs give him another go, but we're going to have to wait for that one, I think, till playoff season. Uh, I don't know if they... Didn't play in the regular season, so um, and then best shot, best shots going to be week nine when they play when they play the Ravens. So, so what? I thought they go fifteen on one. Yeah, why not? <laughs> if they, if they get beaten by the Baltimore, so I don't I don't see anybody who could stop them right now. They have a start. start defense defense is playing amazing. Collins is like yeah. piling on opposite stacks right now. Gilmore, Gilmore, they're covering everybody right now. There's no nobody running open, and obviously the schedule is not tough. And Brady is obviously hitting all his targets. He's standing up like then nobody's hitting him. That would, I, mean, like, that's, I think that's exactly what Gangring is missing right now. It's like real tough leadership. I think you would think you get that for CJ Mosley and Jamal Adams, but both are sort of whining around. Sort of got to get on with it. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if uh, if Antonio Brown, all this this stuff hadn't happened with Antonio Brown, and he'd just stayed at the Patriots? Could you imagine how much more dangerous that they would be? So. Uh... <laughs> I think no, I think there no. was I think there was I think we were at the point where you know you didn't actually know about um, Antonio Brown you know sexual harassment whatever allegations they had until he was at the Pats. I think the entire league those 31 owners got together, decided we gotta do something. 
Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown, there's got to be more on him. We got to yeah. find more on him. We so got to start. We got to start digging. Yeah. And then I dig that stuff up, and only then it popped around. So I think there's a little bit of a conspiracy against them working, but I don't think it's ever stopped Bill Belichick. All right. No. Who do you got next? All right. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, Falcons Colts. So this was this was a close game. To be fair, it was uh, it was uh, all it was all Colts, all Colts up in the first half, and the Falcons made a very good come, made, comeback. Just couldn't quite get it in the end. It was uh, finished up 24-27 to the Colts. Um, and this is this is again. I'm considering I'm considering Brissett a backup quarterback. To be fair, I mean we said earlier that we've got five backup quarterbacks that have got big wins this week. Uh, I'm I'm still considering. I know he's the starter since the beginning of the season. In my eyes, Andrew Luck was the starter at the beginning of the season. Yeah. He's he's gone now. He might as well be injured or whatever. It doesn't matter. Brissett was always the backup and is now fine the starter, he's but he's still good. a backup level quarterback. But you know what? I think there was him well, combined with, really good. yeah, him combined with the play calling from Frank Reich. I think just absolutely killed. I think he finished up 20, 28 out of thirty seven, uh, three hundred and ten yards, two touchdowns. Uh, I think what a great game for him. Really showed how he can move the ball. Uh, like it's just like I could, we could make this podcast just about quarterbacks. I don't want to succeed because I don't understand how they're still in the league. And Matt Ryan is one of them. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean like he, like he has one good season. I don't see him. He's not any better than Andy Dalton. He, I mean, he, he, pulled it, he pulled it out at the back of, back end of the game. I mean, he started throwing towards um, he started throwing back towards Julio because pff, he should have been doing that all the time. But yeah, once once he started hitting Hooper and Julio, um, he managed to start pulling the game in. I think he threw one disgusting touchdown to Julio, who was just double covered. There's no business catching it. So uh, <laughs> well, yeah. If you have probably arguably the best wide receiver in the game. I would say mm-hmm. he's probably the best player. Like I'd say, no, no, not probably. Julio Jones is the best wide receiver in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, you know, you can, you can say that you can say that Matt Ryan has has been playing badly, but he only had five incomplete passes. So one of them he's was inception. It's so hard for me, but it's only a question. <laughs> yeah, five incomplete passes. He went twenty-nine for thirty-four, three hundred yards, three touchdowns, one interception. So, I mean, looking at the looking at the tail of the tape, the two quarterbacks on on paper had a very similar game. Um, yeah. I guess just just, just defenses. Is, yeah, just one is getting paid a hundred million, and the other one won. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Col- the Colts defense oh, no, actually, held, the Colts held really him, well. Gave him gave him a new contract, didn't they? I think he's up yeah, but not that big. Still, oh. nowhere near. Nowhere near. <laughs> nowhere near. No, I well, mean the Colts the Colts defense must have kept them in this game. Um, even without Leonard, they 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 played they played a winning game. So yeah, Vinatieri's back as well. Vinatieri hit all five of his field goals, despite the first one being a little shaky. <laughs> the first, the first one was uh, bounced in off the post. He's, he's like looking. Ah, oh, today I'm not going to retire. <laughs> no, he 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 hit two field goals, three PATs. So all five of his kicks were were in. But yeah, no, he's was, a very strong-minded guy. Well, talking about quarterbacks, I don't like, and I don't understand how they're still in the league, paying them 100 million. Bills versus Bengals. Bills upset the Bengals 21-17. Moving we're going to have to stop. We're going to have to stop giving you the Bengals games because you're still calling them. Why do I get concentrated in the Bengals games, man? I fucking hate Andy Dalton. And I can't understand. Like he, I don't understand. Like it's just okay. I don't know Andy Dalton as a person. I don't hate him personally. I don't actually know him. But I, I just think he's been never ever any good. Ever. But one, he's never ever been player. bad. He's just been. But he's, ne- he's been just yeah. He's just never been bad enough to bench. But never good enough to pay you money. So, like you know, the um, ATL podcast always calls it like the Andy Dalton line. So if you're above Andy Dalton, you're like a starting yeah. quarterback, and you're worth it, and you're in, below it. So I'm not a fan of average. So that's why I'm not a fan of Andy Dalton. 
Sure. Um, but there's one thing, obviously, like Josh Allen won sort of this game. Josh Allen really gave it his all. I mean, um, obviously Andy Dalton sort of threw it away with, you know, two two interceptions with 250 yards, whatever there was there. Um, but Josh Allen was playing like it was a playoff game. Like mm-hmm. he was rushing, he was he was throwing, like he was he was literally giving you. it. He was giving it his very very best, and they pulled out the win, right? Josh Allen is a mobile quarterback. He is a dual yeah. threat quarterback. I mean, I mean, he was. Uh, I think he had to, he had he had 243 yards in, um, throwing. He had one TD. He ran for a TD. He rushed more, and like the thing with him is, it's like he was trying so hard, and he won, and it was all that effort, but it was against the Bengals. That's true. Like, That's true. Like it but, was like if he would like if that is his max effort, the only thing he will ever be able to beat is the Jets and Bengals. Do you see what I mean? Like if that was his like he so this is what he's been. They both are three zero and they'll beat the Jets, the Giants, and the Bengals. Yep. No effort team. Do you know what I mean? Like nope. there's now like he gave it his very very maximum. He like he was grabbing, he was getting hit, he was running out and like, but it's against the Bengals. So I think the minute they um, play the Patriots next week, all of that will be over. And we will okay. see Josh Allen for exactly who he is. But is that because Josh Allen is not that talented of a quarterback, or is it because the team around him are not helping him? Don, I think the problem with Josh Allen right now is like he's been drafted for his size and his arm strength, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have quarterback vision, quite honestly. Okay. Um, and like there's a lot of things with him not working right now. Um, obviously, first of all, he... Is constantly under pressure, okay. But I don't think the offensive line is that bad for him to be moving that quickly all the time. Um, I think he just loves throwing on the run, which is not a you can, it's not a way you can play consistently for 60 minutes. No. Well, you're obviously not playing 60, but like, but the game is 60 minutes. You know what I mean, right? You cannot constantly think, okay, I'm gonna roll out, I'm gonna buy more time. You don't need more time. You just gotta make your first read. If it's there, you're gonna make the second read. So this is what I mean. He doesn't, this is not what he has. He likes to roll out. I don't have my first read. I might tuck and run it. This is not a way of playing football in in the NFL. So this is his biggest problem. I think the, it doesn't matter what scheme you're gonna put him into. It doesn't matter how many open receivers. If the first one is not open right away, he's rolling out. So that's not, like, you mean that you can, you're not gonna survive like that in the league. You know the same way with the Bengals. If you have Andy Dalton, you're not gonna survive in the league. This is true not, that, this, is not me. this is not me obviously hate talking, but I know they have drafted Finlay in the fourth round. So I would give him a go, quite honestly. Doesn't really matter. Andy Dalton's contract mm-hmm. is up next year, so the Bengals have really got to consider where they are in that league because in their division they've got the Steelers, who should have been the powerhouse in that division, but potentially no. now now the Roethlisberger's Roethlisberger's out yeah. is uh um, he's going to lose it to the to the Ravens. The Ravens should take the division, and the Browns. So the Browns, the Steelers, and the Bengals really fighting out for the potential of a wild card spot. spot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like the Browns, the Bengals, and the Steelers are fighting. Who is the shittest team in the AFC North? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a terrible step. But you can you can say that there's there's there's, there's stuff going on with the Browns, and I mean they've never really had a winning season in my memory of football. So. Um, I still think Lamar Jackson is a little overrated as well. So I think the Bengals had a real shot here, but but Andy Dalton is just going to play better. But Mm -hmm. obviously, from what we've seen, it's not going to happen. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, Let's talk about the Panthers and the Cardinals. This was a a good game. Really, really fun game to watch. Um, 
And similar to what you were talking about with Alan running around and, and moving around the pocket as well, throwing on the run, uh, watching uh, Kyler Murray try and just stay alive <laughs> is, is, is an impressive feat. He came out of the game with eight sacks. You've got to take care of yourself, kid. I mean, eight times he was just dragged to the ground. Uh, some of them, I've mentioned it before, some of them look like he was blown over by a strong gust of wind. I mean, he fell down before anyone hit him. I mean, he almost took himself down a couple of times, tripping over like his he's toes. Tiny, isn't he? All right, I'm I'm the same height as him, actually. I'm pretty sure I'm the same height as him. And I've played quarterback. And I know, all right, when I played quarterback, I didn't play behind a line that were all six foot five, six foot six, yeah. whatever. I played behind a line that were Your maybe... Mind maybe six foot, you know, and it was still difficult to see what's going on down the field. So there's a couple of ways that you can, you can make that work from, and he is making it work. You can move around, you can, you can try and spread this, spread this pocket apart. So you can open up some throwing lanes, you can move around. So you're getting out from behind that line and he is doing that. And he is, he is making this work. He's also, what he's doing is he's, he's raising himself up, lifting his shoulders up high and he's standing on his tiptoes bouncing up high to keep his chin up and see over that line the problem is if he does that too much when he tries to change direction or someone pressures him he's on his tiptoes or off the ground so he's just he's just falling over that's a great analysis and it's uh it's it's going to be a problem for him he did get out there he did have some rushing yards he made some great players on his feet boys quick um i think he is a very talented quarterback i think he's just too short for for the nfl Um, isn't he like the same height as baker Baker's six six foot six one, I think. I'm gonna Google oh, it. I'm gonna find out. Google it right but, now. Yeah, but um, no, Kyler Murray's six. Uh, sorry, five five nine. five nine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the same height as me. <clears throat> five ten, maybe. Five, no, I put... five nine and seven eighths. <laughs> uh, what is Baker Mayfield is one meter eighty five. I don't know what that is in feet. So. Six foot. Baker Mayfield was six foot. Okay. So there's a couple of inches in it, but still, I think the uh, the play callers down there need to need to assess this and and maybe coach him off of uh, bouncing on his toes too much. Um, on the other side of the ball, Cam Newton obviously out with uh, with the ankle injury. So Allen stepped up, had a great game. Yeah, he had a really really good game. He uh, he threw for uh, 19-26 attempts, 261 yards, and four. Touchdowns, four touchdowns. That's more than Cam's done in the last two games, single-handedly. But um, no, is I Cam, feel like this was, is, was, is Cam going to play for the Panthers in 2020? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that they need to be worried about this. He's had one good game, first start or second start for the team, first gut start this season. He's had one good game. Uh, I wouldn't be worried if I was Cam. Next week they come out and they play the Texans. If he has a blinding game again and puts the Texans to bed, then I would be very concerned. Um, and you know what? The way that the Texans are playing, I think Deshaun Watson's coming in and throwing the ball like he looking all like an MVP candidate, over right? them. Pardon? Like he looking like an MVP candidate. Deshaun Watson's killing it. I mean, he's throwing, he's throwing darts. He's throwing the ball like Cam Newton used to throw the ball. He's throwing, really? he's throwing like darts. He's like laser pointed darts that are thirty yards down the field. He's, he's, he's not that much of a personality him. liability like Cam Newton is, right? No, true, true. But uh, but anyway, moving on. Good. So the game probably all people were most excited about this week: Ravens Chiefs. Chiefs come up with the win, 
33-28. And I'm going to say right now. So I know there's been a lot of hype about Lamar Jackson throwing five TDs on a non-playing Dolphins team. You know, he rushed last, like after he's done that, he's rushed for, I think, 120 yards last game, right? Obviously, because mm-hmm. people were expecting him to throw again. Right now, we are exactly there where we thought we were going to be with Lamar Jackson, right? 22 completions out of 43 attempts, 267 yards, 0-0. No touchdowns, no, uh, no, no touchdowns thrown, no picks. He has one rushing touchdown. I'm going to tell you right now, out of those 267 yards, like probably 80 were on Hail Marys. Yeah. Like, there was a, so you really, like, you, you really got a good 180 yards in of normal passing yards. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what we, what I always thought Lamar Jackson was going to be like. Because there's, like, there was one play where he's rolling out. Uh, to the right sideline and he's going to like almost at the sideline and he just sort of throws it across the entire field and the and the and the receiver just making the catch 40 yards on the line i mean that yeah. that should every have been every high school qb coach and receiver coach and offensive coach like, is there just every going coach no, ever anywhere no like that is picked that is a pick six right all of my that kids are gonna try and do six. this no <laughs> That is crazy. They will, they will never work again. And there was one time where he's just sort of falling down. He's tossing it up in the air. Mm-hmm. And it sort of falls down like a Hail Mary. And then the guy also like catches it. Because it goes like straight through the, the um through the Chiefs' hands, which should have been also like a pick. But like the, the, you know, you can't play like that. This is the, you're not, you can't play like that. But this is what he's always been like. And they almost won. Why? Because, you know, Ingram ran for over 100 yards and three touchdowns. Because that's who the Ravens are. They're gonna run you down the field. I mean, mm-hmm. I I actually for I'm very confused about this entire thing because I I, th- I always thought John Harbour is a very very good coach coach, right? Mm-hmm. But there was three things I completely did not understand. Like he went three times for a two point conversion. They the um, Ravens were actually leading like the first touchdown, so it was six zero. Mm-hmm. And he went for a two-point conversion. Yeah. And he did that three times. Yeah. Which all three he didn't connect. So we're actually looking at a score right now at 31, 33, right? If you make every normal fucking field goal, as you probably would, and you should. But then the craziest. Did you see the very last play? Like one of no. the very last plays. So after the Ravens scored, right? After the Ravens scored, they had a kickoff. So you, what do you do? Well, you're obviously five points down. You you're going for an onside kick. So he doesn't go for an onside oh. kick. Okay, I think he drop kicks that. the ball. Yeah, I saw this See, twice. Idiot. Yeah, okay, he, he missed fuck? it the first time, didn't he? He drop kicks the ball, and he, and I was like, well, he just called. Uh, well, the a receiver just called fair catch, catches it. Yeah. Like you're just giving him the ball for free. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think is gonna happen? Do you think someone suddenly goes like, oh yeah, he drop kicked it, so I can't call fair catch? Do you think they don't know the rules? Mm-hmm. Is that is that what you're banking on right now? So first you don't go for the two point conversions, you don't go for the answer kick. So you give yourself not even a chance to really win. They had a go with this. Like 31, 30, um, 31, 33, they make that onset uh, onset recovery. You you know you are what do you need 20 yards, maybe 20 to 30 yards downfield, and you yeah. have a chance at a winning field goal. I mean that's the way you gotta play. But he's sort of like, oh, we're gonna play to win. No, you're playing to lose. Because even if you would have gone for the two point conversion, you wouldn't have made it. <laughs> so. 
That's yeah, I mean, I get it. It's, it's, a, it's a statistical thing, and I understand. I think he gave it in a press conference after he explained about what he was trying to achieve. Um, and, and, and they've done it. They've done studies in high school as well. They've done, they've done loads. There's like the coach that never punts and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Always goes for, for, for fourth down, always, always has a two-point conversion. Whatever, yeah. I get it. If you're in high school, maybe this works. But in the NFL, it's a real world. It's a big leagues. You can't just do that. Well, talking about big leagues, obviously, like the Chiefs won this one. Um, but the way that defense is playing right now, I would be very concerned, you know, when you're going to face the Patriots. Because uh, they are missing tackles left, right and center. And there's balls which should be intercepted and they're just not even going for them, quite honestly. It's very, very, very poor poor tackling. Um, like, obviously, Jackson threw Hail Marys and they were completing them. But it's not like they're... The, the, uh, the DBs were putting themselves into into positioning to really intercept that. You will not be able to beat the Pats like that. So, and quite honestly, you will not be able to beat the Lions like that because their powerhouse offense is going to just run you over because they can't, they couldn't tackle Ingram. I understand Ingram. I love Ingram. He's from Bama. You know, he's that proper, strong Alabama running back, but like 100 yards for three GDs, like you could have taken him down. He's breaking like three tackles. Go for his legs. Yeah, I mean, like, how many more times is he going to run you over go for his legs? <laughs> you know what you got to do, but they're just arm tackling him. So I'd be very concerned to see how they're going to play against the Lions and the Pats. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one team that did absolutely get smashed out of the water this week. Again, the Dolphins. They, <laughs> they are a sad, sad team at the moment. They have been outscored. In how are the people last, still paying money to see them? The last three games, they have been outscored 133 to 16 they are a shit team. And you know what? I know this podcast has taken an edge towards just being the uh, quarterback show, but uh, there's a lot going on in the quarterback world in the league at the moment. But Josh Rosen, you know what? He, he played okay. I mean, he wasn't terrible. He had 200 yards, 200 yards passing. Um, he just plays for a shit. He just plays for a shit team. <laughs> like, they're just terrible. Um, I at this point, you've got you've got um, what does it say Ramsey over in in Jacksonville saying I wanna I wanna leave, and you've just had Minka Fitzpatrick over here saying I am leaving. Minka Fitzpatrick was justified. I don't think Ramsey is. At least he's still got a team around him. Fitzpatrick. Did you see Minka Fitzpatrick get bullied? I did, but I mean, we're going to talk about that in a minute when we get to the Steelers game. But because he had a good game as well, you know, he he still got he still got uh, interception and uh, fumble. So I mean, Minka did well. um, Yeah, the Cowboys, on the other hand, they look good. I mean, it's the Dolphins. What are you going to say? Yeah, I I can't say. Lamar Jackson threw for five touchdowns. I can't say anything. I can't say that the Cowboys came out and they were just you know uh, a, a really impressive team. They were just a normal well-drilled NFL team that turned up against a steaming pile of garbage. Yeah, um, I think at the moment, a normal high school team could, you know, who's a little organized, would yeah, beat the yeah. Lions. They would beat, oh, the Lions, not the Lions, would beat the, would beat the Dolphins. I'm so used to saying would beat the Lions right now. So mm-hmm. just because it's been so many tough years. But yeah. <laughs> could no, beat the um, Dolphins right now. Defensively, Leighton Van Der Esch, he, uh, he became the first uh, or the fastest Cowboys defender to hit 200 career tackles, only 19 games. I mean, he, the kid's a baller. He's yeah, an yeah. absolute beast, and he wears that big old neck roll yeah. as well. <laughs> like he's, uh, yeah, you're, t- you're clearly just wearing that to intimidate people. Don't tell yeah, me. I didn't even know they still sold them, to be fair. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Zeke Zeke had a good game. Dak had Dak still fighting to prove that he's yeah. worth some money next season. Well, I he, have I'd say he's the say. only other one, right? He's the he's the only other one with Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes threw four again, 374 yards, three TDs. But is mm. he's the only person who I'd say right now, like I don't know if you can consider Brady. Can you consider Brady as an MVP candidate? I don't think they will vote him in. I don't think they've won too much. Like they I think everyone's bored of it now. They just go, yeah. who's who's the best? Yeah, just fucking Brady, okay, whatever. Yeah, give it a- <laughs> pick someone else, pick someone else. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think it's going to be like between Mahomes and Dak. So we'll see how that goes. Well, no, uh, but- what about, what about um, Jackson? Mahomes and Jackson. Dak, Dak is probably third to, to Jackson, them. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, why not? No, he just lost all, all rights to be in the conversation. You sure? Why not? Yeah, because he didn't throw for, first of all, for any touchdowns. Like, he didn't throw for any touchdowns. He looked awful, and everybody's seen that. Just because he threw for 200-something yards, 260 yards, doesn't mean everybody hasn't seen what I have seen. Like, there's nobody who would vote him into over anybody right now. People, I'd put Dak over Lamar. I'd, I'd, I'd go this way. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, you're right. Deshaun Watson. Mahomes, Mahomes, Dak and Brady tied for second. Deshaun Watson. Matthew okay. Stafford. Mm-hmm. Five. Those All right. I have. Moving on. Scrap Dak. Let's get on. Move on to the next game because talking, yeah, talking nothing else about to say. MVPs. Talking about Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. It like this should excite you. Like you're saying mm-hmm. when you game, you are, we have two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in a game. Like it should excite you. But then we have the Packers and the Broncos. It's like ah. <laughs> I mean, 27. <laughs> Packers won 27-16. A-Rod looked all right, 17 for 29, 235 yards, 1 TD. Uh, he, the thing that 1 TD he threw in the first three minutes. Those are like two minutes and 56 um, it was. And then he, 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 threw that intercept, uh, he threw that TD. And it wasn't really like it was Nick Chubb jumped offside. So Aaron Rodgers had a free play. So he just chucked mm-hmm. it downfield. And, you know, you know, his helmet is sort of hit and hit him right in the hands. And he went for a, t- for a touchdown. But apart from that, the Broncos are just bad. They're just awful. You sent me an interesting stat about them. I think it was the Broncos are the only team in, in, in the Super Bowl era who's gone three, three games without a sack or a turnover. There you go, You're yeah. not going to win a game like that. You're not going to win a game like that. But you're also not going to win a game when you have Flacco. Right? So you are not having any turnovers and having any sacks. But then Flacco has six, <laughs> taken six sacks, one fumble, one INT just by himself. And, you know, he's went 20 for 29, 213 yards. I mean, this is it's the most Flacco game ever. But obviously, the, the Packers defense is very, very strong. But Flacco also does not move. Like, he sits in that pocket. And if anything, even just a hand goes through that pocket, he's down. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't move left, right, center, up front. He just sort of stands and then he chugs the stands and chugs the stands and chugs the Business stands, decision. You know. You've got to take care of yourself, you know? Yeah, but you know what? Who does not make, who does not make any business decisions? Lindsay. I mean, that running back Ooh. is for real. I, this is the mm-hmm. only reason mm-hmm. I have any sort of hope into the Broncos right now. I hope he can, like that running back from, from Colorado, he had 20 carries for 80 yards, two TDs. He's the only one who's playing with any heart right now. One Miller, how much is he making? 120 million, right? And he can't like for this for a life of me get to Aaron Rodgers. Fine, Aaron Rodgers isn't the easiest guy to get to, but it's also not the greatest offensive line as we've seen um, with the Bears like play them obviously. 
and it's just it's it's crazy. What are you gonna do, right? I mean, like I would Lindsay, like if I was Lindsay, I would ask to be traded out because he's playing like he's running through guys. Like at the goal line on the, at the goal line stand, he runs into his own pile, jumps out, runs over a defensive tackle into a linebacker and pulls both of them into the end zone. I mean, that is that is some real real heart. The question here what, is, he's, he's never gonna leave though. He's never gonna leave, and I'll tell you why. Because he's a he's a Denver kid. He was he was yeah. born in Denver. He's from Colorado. He was, he's from Colorado. He went to university in in Colorado. He he's born and bred there, and he uh, he won't leave. It's his team. So yeah. that's well, maybe why he's question. playing with passion. No one else is. Well, I mean, obviously uh, the Broncos are not relevant. Uh, John Elway has been always been praised for such a QB whisperer, but he's not. Um, there's nothing apart like obviously Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl. That's why he chose. But in that year, Peyton Manning played terrible. And since that year, we're gonna go Peyton Manning. Simeon, Osweiler, Lynch, Keenum, Flacco. So I wouldn't say there's anybody in there who's who has any sort of. So maybe John Elway, you know, might be not the best choice for VP of football operations. Just looking at his record right now, I know you're gonna keep trying and trying and trying, but you knew exactly what you had in Flacco, and you also knew exactly what you had in Keenum. So don't tell me you're like picking out of real fucking experience <laughs> because he's just got like, a magic eight ball in the corner. <laughs> Like I know, Super, I know Flacco has like won a Super Bowl, but he brings no Super Bowl pedigree, obviously. No. With him, the, like another one would be really interesting to see next week. I mean, or just generally over the weeks. I mean, how much longer can the Packers defense carry Aaron Rodgers and you know Matt Lafleur? It's it's just like I mean they're figuring it out. It's every every week the same. He scores, he da, he's da, he makes one score. It's within the first quarter, and then there's nothing happening again. So, like, the minute a defense as bad as the Broncos even make an adjustment, they're done. So, but is that is that the conflict of the play calling? Or is, you know, is, is Aaron Rodgers want to fight with Matt, uh, with Flora and just trying to trying to have some power complex? It's very, it's very strange because, like, Aaron Rodgers always looks very good at the beginning of the drive and then terrible at the end. <laughs> like, he's throwing some amazing passes. I mean... First of all, a couple of no-looks again, as always. Um, he's, like, trying to make this a thing now. But he's throwing amazing, perfect, perfect balls to people running comebacks before they even turn around. Like, there's a play where Aaron Rodgers is looking to the right to Devante Adams. Devante Adams doesn't see him. He tosses the ball. Devante Adams still runs for five yards before he turns around, looks at the comeback, and the ball is perfectly placed at his back shoulder. So, like, like he's got it. Like, that is... like you look at him, like, yeah. Wow. Wow, that is amazing, but you need to just score more points. And you, I, I, I don't know if it's just at the play calling right now because I think he just might want to, he might just want to force Metalfler's hand that he becomes the play caller. All right, let's go right. to let's go to another game where I think the play calling was awful. Let's go to the Rams and the Browns. The Browns have not lived up to the hype, and I'm I'm putting it down to the fact that Kitchens. You're talking about them. <laughs> yeah, Kitchens is play calling is a problem. I don't know if it's Baker not being able to execute his plays or whether the plays are just awful. But I don't understand what his thought process was. There was one point in the game, it was fourth and nine, right? Fourth and nine in their own half, second quarter, I think it was. And coverage is dropping back, okay? Called a draw play. Goes, <laughs> goes for like three yards maybe, and that's it. Fourth and nine calls a draw play. Well, it's, a, it's like it's like a tough one to say. Like he, they, they, if if the draw play hits, you know he's a genius. 
Mm, it wasn't. It didn't. Even <laughs> even the even the running back, even the running back was standing there going, "I don't even know which way I'm running here. I don't even know what I'm doing." But uh, but yeah, I, I just I'm confused as to why the Browns' offense is so bad. I mean, we know why the Rams' offense is good. We know why. I mean, this this 20 points. It was 20 to 13. This 20 points that the Rams put up on them. Actually, I think that's probably a bad day in the office for the Rams. I think they actually underperformed in this game. They. They played incredibly averagely, but they still put the Browns to bed. And next week, the Browns are going to play the Ravens, and they're going to get blown out by the Ravens. And they're going to just drop and drop and drop. And I said it at the beginning of this podcast, when we first started, when we first started two weeks ago, I said, how many times can the Browns lose before their players, who've got all those egos, start blowing up internally, pointing the finger at each other, going on social media, causing issues, and the whole thing just crumbles around them. You know, that's one thing you always see with elite quarterbacks. Uh, when it's a bad day or when they're really bad, they're sort of taking it in and putting it really on themselves. Like every time there's a bad game with the Patriots, which is very rare, but Tom Brady goes out, it's on me. They lose the Super Bowl, it's on me. Do mm. you know what I mean? Like um, Philip Rivers does that, Drew Brees does that. Um, it's just that Super Bowl pedigree, like that really elite quarterback pedigree. Aaron Rodgers is a little bit different in that area, but you know, they sort of always put it on stuff. I don't see that with Baker really. Like Baker is only saying like we are close to figuring out we have to do this. I understand he wants to go for it, but you got to take like some responsibility. But you're the quarterback, right? I mean, you don't tell me, um, don't tell me Landry and Beckham and Njoku are not sitting there together and going like, well, Baker's not going to meet the ball, mm-hmm. right? And then going like, well, we need to figure this one out. They're going like, well, maybe you fucking have to figure some shit out, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I, th- I think yeah. um, we're, we're the team's cruising. Well, the social media is cruising to uh, to come out and have a little shitstorm go on here, and we'll see some we'll some, see some stuff come out soon. Well, um, we'll get but, some really fun tweets out, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think um, the Browns fans are very much unhappy with I mean with what they were sold because they they've had these years of trouble and years of not being able to get a win. Baker came in the end of last season, had a good end to the season, brought in brought in Odell over the offseason. They've got, I mean, Kareem Hunt's coming coming later down the line. But I don't they think Kareem Hunt has a solution right now. They haven't delivered on anything that they were supposed to be supposed to be doing. So Well, we'll uh, see how they'll do yeah. against the the Ravens. Mm-hmm. About teams not delivering on what you expected or on what you expected. Is the Manning era over? Tell me, New York Giants versus Tampa Bay. New York Giants came with the upset 32-31. I mean, I mean, all of social media is hyping Daniel Jones coming, you know, 28-point comeback, um, 23 for 36, 336 yards, 40 Ds. I mean, he had he rushed, so he threw for two, rushed for two, he rushed for a game-winning TD. It's just like he's he's quick as know? well, you know. That rush was quick. He's all right. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, like he Daniel up Jones. Serious speed. Like, I think Daniel Jones did enough to bench Eli Manning again. Obviously, they won. He had 40 Ds, but I would be very careful here right now. Um, like, people are hyping him all over because they're looking at his stat line. But when you look at his play, I completely understand. First game ever, right? Mm-hmm. First real game ever. He did. He did okay. Like that defense. Like Shaq Barrett. Four sacks, two forced fumbles, three tackles for loss. He's playing for money. Aguilar's going to get paid. And obviously, it's not easy. And, and, and that offense is not easy. But 
I would be very, very calm on the hype of um, on Daniel Jones. A lot of people considering him like with Goff and they're mm. putting him in the same category. He's played one game. Let's take it all easy right now. I, I think he will have some troubles. He's looking very much like Manning, just a little bit yeah. more. Who are they going to play next week? Uh, they got the Redskins at home by the looks of things. I don't think that's going to be too much trouble, but I think that going into this game, the Redskins are obviously going to game plan. Knowing that the Barclays out, I mean, RIP, my fantasy team, um, but Saquon's out. They're going into this to scheme against the Giants, knowing that they haven't got a run. They haven't got that beast of a running option. So, the thing is, I think they're going to put. I think they're going to put him back in his place. Like Tampa Bay lost really the game as well. Like if you think about it, Tampa Bay had a blo- uh, blocked extra point at the beginning, so mm-hmm. that would be make. They would already make it 32-32, right? Then um, Daniel Jones on that fi- on that drive on the game-winning drive, he hit Sterling 40 yards down the line downfield, wide open. Yeah, like I think it was wide open. There was within 15 yards. There was nobody on, on him. So you know that that helped a little bit. Then again, Daniel Jones' run came on fourth and five. Do you know what I mean? Like fourth and five, he had eight yards to go to the line and he made that one. So there's a lot of things which happened. So obviously the gods don't want Manning to play anymore because <laughs> they're just as sick of him as watching us. I would just be very <coughs> cautious with, um, you know, comparing Daniel Jones to a quarterback who brought took his team to the Super Bowl last season. That's just all I'm saying. Um, one more thing I kind of want to put into it that Mike Evans is worth every single penny. Um, well, how many touchdowns did he come with? Three, three touchdowns in three the first... Touchdowns. Three touchdowns in the first half. I think it was 150 yards, right? Mm-hmm. He was targeted once in the second half. But, I mean, this this receiver is the same receiver that, that tricked everyone into thinking that Johnny Manziel was a good QB. So, uh, you know... Uh, the thing is, yeah, but I don't understand. Like you, like Mike Evans is clearly bowling out. Like for the first half, um, John James Winston went like, okay, well, clearly I'm a terrible quarterback. I'm only completing, uh, I'm, I complete less than half of all my passes, so I might as well ke- complete less than half to Mike Evans, right? The <laughs> ratio has got to be better. Yeah. <laughs> the the ratio is gonna be probably better, and he's gonna make more yards out of it. And he did, and then they just stopped. Like mm-hmm. it's not like they covered him more. He was already in double coverage before. Like nobody, like they went into the game obviously like, well, we're probably gonna cover Mike Evans and they have nothing else. <laughs> so they went into that already and he got 150 yards on them and then where you stop. So let's right at the end. Um, right at the end, they uh, sort of tossed it to Mike Evans on a Hail Mary and he caught that one. It's the only ball he caught in the in the second half, and they still had a shot at winning the game. Mm-hmm. And they just missed that final field goal. So it's just well, like, literally, Tampa Bay had four chances to win this game, and they just took none of those. So, okay, like, we might have... I'm just saying this because we might have a different conversation if the Giants lose, and we need to be very realistically the Giants should have really lost this game. So let's yeah. be careful with Daniel Jones. All Next right. one. Let's go. Move on to... Uh, let's move on to the Steelers 49ers, which was a game on... If you'd said at the beginning of the season, I would have, I would have said Steelers were due to absolutely walk this one. But... Uh, with both teams having struggling offenses, it was a lot closer than than I think we thought it was going to be. Um, the 49ers' offense had five turnovers in this game, and the well, the Steelers forcing most of them in, in what seemed like the first five minutes. It, they just were all over them, and something happened where it just peeled off. Uh, I, I can't explain it, and and all that seemed to happen was. 
as, as time went on, the 49ers got better and better and better. They put nothing up in the first quarter. Field goal in, in the second quarter. Garoppolo was making... Is that what I said last week? Is that what I said about last week? I think he was, I think he was showing a bit more uh, this week. Um, he was... He was hitting tighter windows and he was making better throws. But again, I think the play calling, the play calling was uh, was pretty on point. Like I said, the adjustments that were made to the defense, to the defense, uh, to, to the defense the, the Steelers were showing. They put they put, went from having nothing, well, three points in the first half to putting twenty one points up in the second half. So, what do you think of Mason Rudolph? Are you happy with him? I think last week he had a great game. This week, not so much. But again, 49ers came in knowing full well what they were expecting. Yeah. And I don't think that uh, that he is the guy to. I think what we'll see now is Mason Rudolph is exactly what we'll see from uh, the Giants quarterback. So next week he'll get stuffed. Next week, so will Mason Rudolph. Well, that said, we're playing the Bengals, so anybody can beat the Bengals these days. So talking about teams who do not want to win. Texas Chargers. Texas beats the Chargers 27-20. And the Chargers that do not want to win a game. I mean, it's 27-17. Uh, the first half was a tough one for the Houston uh, Texans. Obviously, there was this one play where, um, you know, what drops back, he wants to sort of throw it to Kareem Jackson. He realizes that Desmond King is going to come in and make the play, sort of throws it on the ground. But... You know, Desmond Jackson obviously realizes it, picks up the ball as it's a backward pass, right? Uh-huh. He runs it back almost for TD, um, gets stopped just just before that. So they they caught some really high breaks. So this is the moment where the Chargers obviously scored their first touchdown. Um, Rivers looked okay until you know the second half, and then he just didn't play until the very end of the fourth quarter, right? He had 318 yards for two TDs, but like Philip Rivers will go down in history as the one of the best quarterbacks to never win a Super Bowl because I don't think he wants to anymore, really. <laughs> I don't think he wants to. I think after that loss against the Lions, that really took on him. Uh-huh. And he felt really comfortable with 7-17 up, and you could see it on him, and he just felt like, well, well, we might as well lose this game. Huh? Um, the Chargers' defense, you know, didn't really help. They had only two sacks against the worst O-line. Obviously, Deshaun Jackson is not easy to sack, right? But the real thing which is happening is like you cannot get Deshaun Deshaun Jackson, I said, right? Deshaun Watson, (laughs) uh, Deshaun Watson to have 60% of dirt on conversions. Like nobody, like you're not going to win a game like that. They're not really stopping anybody. So, and I think Philip Rivers is seeing that on the side and he's like, well, why am I doing this anymore? So, well, let's see. I'm, I'm ready to put Watson over Rivers. Like, Philip Rivers was always a top five QB for me. But at this stage, Watson, you know, surpasses him. And let's see where the Texan takes us. I'm really excited to see, you know, Jacoby Bissett play against Dijon Watson. I'll tell you what. I think I think uh, if you get if you get Watson half an O-line, if you get him a couple of people that are willing to block for him, then you've got yourself a serious playoff team there. Good. That's what we got. Do you have anybody else? Uh, I got one more game. I got the Saints and the Seahawks. Um, what a game, hey? What a game. Finished up 33-27 to the Saints. Uh, Pete Carroll hit in the face with a, game, with a ball pregame. Had to have stitches. What a wild card. <laughs> but uh, no, I think, I think uh, despite the fact that Breeze is out, 
Bridgewater showed Saints. Saints are still a playoff team. Uh, they won't make it to the Super Bowl, but they'll still win out in regular season. They'll still make it through to the playoffs, and they'll get beaten by oh, I don't know, somebody. Yeah, somebody with a better quarterback or somebody that's going to outshoot them. The defense carried them through this. The special teams did a fantastic job. Said no one um, ever. The Saints defense carried anybody. <laughs> well, when you haven't really got a quarterback, uh, so yeah, you have to. Step up. Yeah, the offense, the offense left uh, lent on the running back, lent on the running game for this. Um, we obviously know that he's a human joystick, so pff, why not give him the ball? But uh, no, Bridgewater did okay. He, I mean, he used to carry the Vikings a little bit, didn't he? he used to play for them, uh, and he wasn't too bad there. He was a bit injury prone. He's a good um, quarterback, quarterback. I'd say after Jacoby Brissett, he would be the next best one up. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I think really the, the special teams, the play of the day was uh, Deontay Harris with his punt return touchdown. You see this? Yeah. It was, it was, uh, he was, he caught it almost in the middle of traffic, and he was just gone. Just one, two, three, bang, and he was gone. Really? A couple of jukes moved. Yeah, um, I think that was a play of the game for me. But um, really, I think the Seahawks, Seahawks should have won this game. I think um, it was just a really awkward, awkward loss for them. Um, and hopefully they can pull it again, pull it back together next week for the uh, for the Cardinals. Obviously, Russell Wilson, no stranger to adversity, so he can, he can make a little bounce back. So we'll see. Awesome. Good. Well, this is so much for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on at fake underscore punt on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be putting out more content every single day. And at Hero Nation, have a wonderful day. Peace out, Mike.